0: What's up everyone? Join me for another episode of On.net. This time I have Scott Adi to talk to us about Azure app configuration, feature flags, and security with Key Vault and Azure Identity. Don't miss this one. What's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of On.net. Today, I have my very good friend Scott Adi once again to talk to us about Azure app configuration and how that relates to .NET developers and security and all that goodness.
1: How are you doing, Scott? Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show again, Christos. Uh, figured you wouldn't want me back after the last shoot, but good to be back.
0: <laughs> we can't get enough of you, my friend. That's the problem here. So uh, it's nice to have you back. Now, uh, by the way, you've changed teams, right? So, if I remember correctly, you went from your previous team to a new, exciting team. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: That's correct. So, I was on the ASP.NET Core content team, Mm -hmm. uh, creating all kinds of uh, learn modules, docs, uh, videos that centered around ASP.NET Core and Azure. I've since transitioned over to the uh, Azure SDK team as a PM. Uh, One of my areas of focus over there is .NET. Which brings me back to this show.
0: <laughs> I love it. The Azure SDK is my favorite team, but don't tell that to anyone, right?
1: Okay, <laughs>
0: glad glad to see you there. So, uh, we you you said you, you want to talk about the Azure App Configuration and why this is such an important feature for uh, people that want to run Azure web apps and .NET apps, right?
1: Yeah. So let's let's start with that. Um, sure. So Azure App Config uh, or Azure App Configuration uh, is the proper name. What is it? Why would you care? Well, as a .NET developer, you're probably responsible for distributed applications. Uh, Microservices are just one example of that application type. In a scenario like that, it might be desirable for your team to centralize all of your application configuration in one place, one Mm -hmm. store, instead of shipping that with the application, say in your appsettings.json files. So, what you can do then is move that configuration from your app settings JSON files out to this Azure App Configuration service. This service is interesting in that um, it's complementary to services like Azure Key Vault, where you could also store configuration. And in fact, Azure App Configuration and Azure Key Vault can be integrated together. We'll see later on in the show, I have a demo of, of how that'll work. Um, One other thing I'd like to talk about in this show is uh, the concept of feature flags or feature toggles, whatever you want to call them, and how Azure app configuration can be used to support those feature flags. So um, we'll touch on that. And much like beer and cheese or wine and cheese, Azure app configuration (laughs) pairs extremely well with other things like Key Vault, as we mentioned, but also Microsoft's feature management library. So we'll take a look at that as well.
0: Nice, now I have a question. You mentioned Azure quite a bit. Is there a local developer story that we can use? Because if I need to use the Azure app config for you know getting and storing all my properties for my app, how would that work in a local, uh, local development scenario?
1: Yeah, great question. So unfortunately there isn't an emulator, uh, mm for the local development experience, you would need to connect to Azure for this. Right.
0: Like Azure Key Vault. Correct. You need to be connected, right.
1: One thing I will show though is is, um, the often ignored local development experience with regards to authentication. So, Mm -hmm. How does Azure identity work, say in Visual Studio, if you want to use your local development account or your Azure account to connect to that service.
0: Awesome. Show us then.
1: Cool, let's flip over to Visual Studio. So what I have here in Visual Studio is an ASP.NET Core 5.0 Blazor server application. Um, The things I'm gonna show you here could also be adapted to an MVC application or Razor Pages application with slightly different syntax here and there in the the Razor CSHTML file.
0: So anything that runs on top of the ASP.NET Core in other words, or ASP.NET, right? Perfect. Well, I call up,
1: yep. I call out Blazor server specifically, because if you wanted to do what I'm going to show today with uh, Blazor WebAssembly, Blazor mm-hmm. Wasm, uh, you would have to take a slightly different approach. So let's start with uh, what we have here in the project file. And I, I want to just talk through the dependencies that I'm pulling in to make all of this happen. Really what you're going to need to do this is what you see on line 10 and 11, those two Nougat packages, and then the package on line 13. So let's talk through what those things are. What you see on line 10 is the Azure.identity Nougat package that is shipped by the Azure SDK team. And this is the client library that you're going to use as a .NET developer to interact with Azure identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things like the default Azure credential that we'll talk through come from here. Then if we look at the next package down, the Microsoft Azure App Configuration ASP.NET Core package, really all that you need to know about this is this is where the configuration provider is coming from that we will need to wire up to Azure App Config. And then finally on line 13, that's that generic uh, Microsoft feature management library that I mentioned. It's not coupled at all to Azure App Configuration, Right. We're going to use it for the feature toggle uh, functionality that we'll be adding. Sweet. So let me first run this application and I will show everyone what we have. We should hit a breakpoint here, and there's a reason for that. So in any ASP.NET Core application, you're going to have your program CS file. Inside of there, you will have this create host builder method. I have a breakpoint set here because I wanted to demonstrate something very important. What you want to do to integrate with Azure app config is to add the configuration provider. The way you do that is you um, add this configure app configuration method. The name is sort of confusing. But configure app configuration has nothing to do with Azure app configuration. Okay which is why I have a breakpoint here. This is simply your opportunity as a .NET developer to add configuration providers. Okay. Out of the box, we already have some added for us. You can see here in my watch window, zoom in a little bit, I have five configuration sources that are registered here. So if I zoom back out, step over this line, Notice this count has incremented to six. Yes. The very last item in there you're going to see is the Azure app configuration provider. That's what's enabling us to reach out through the configuration API and fetch values from that centralized uh, configuration store. Now, if I let this run through, we'll see what this app is actually doing. This is my Contoso lending. Application. If you watched the the Key Vault recording I did uh, with Christos, um, this should look very very familiar to you. So we have very simple UI. We have uh, we can get quotes for stocks or the latest cryptocurrency.
0: I was going to say, does it support crypto because it's all the rage these days, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, if you don't have Doge, you're not hip, right? <laughs> so To the moon with Doge. To the moon. With my $5 in
0: goods.
1: Apparently not right now. So we're yeah. down almost 7%. Um, so to, to get this quote, I had to fetch an API key mm-hmm. from Key Vault. Mm-hmm. This is where Key Vault comes into play. And the reason why I want to integrate Key Vault with Azure App Configuration. Something else I will point out at, at this uh, page here is, you might say, well, Maybe I want to do some A-B testing with this cryptocurrency page. We're not quite sure if it's ready for prime time. This is where the feature toggles will be useful. Um, Mm -hmm. The ability to turn that page on and off in production as needed. So if I um, go back over to flip over to my Azure portal, So this is my app configuration resource that I've already provisioned and show you a couple of things. So in Visual Studio, I was connecting up to this resource. And as I mentioned, we're going to focus on the local development experience and how you make that possible. Right. Go up to this access control blade in the portal. Mm -hmm. One of the things you're going to want to do is uh, go to this role assignments tab and you can add, make you can see it from here. Yep. You wanna assign your um, user account access to this app configuration data reader role.
0: Very nice. That will
1: allow you to fetch anything you want from app configuration while you're stepping through the code in Visual Studio.
0: So read, read only permissions to these things. So that account can only read, cannot write, which is great because it's managed by RBAC. And then I think you're using Azure Identity to authenticate to this service and therefore did I still get your standard there to mm-hmm. not have to configure because I see an access key, but we don't want to use access keys to access the service, right? We want to, to do it secretless, no passwords, no keys in our application, so.
1: Correct, yep. Good point. So if we go over to our overview blade, here mm-hmm. is the endpoint that we mm-hmm. will use to connect to this resource. Right. I go over to Visual Studio now and look at that code and how that's working stop the app for a minute here. I have an extension method I have created, and I'm passing into that extension method, that endpoint that that I just showed you in the Azure portal. It's defined as an environment variable. Right. If I step into that then, um, really the meat of it is right here on line 19. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm saying, I'm going to um, register the Azure App Config um, configuration provider, in yep. .NET, I'm going to connect to that resource by passing the endpoint. And if mm-hmm. this looks odd to you, this is a C-sharp 9 feature.
0: Right.
1: New, nice. uh, not URI. I'm passing along the credential. So, to your point, Christos, here's where this is, is being wired up. I'm using the default Azure Credential class, that right. comes out of that Azure.identity NuGet package. Mm-hmm. Uh, This is really a um, a credential chain behind the scenes. Default Azure credential will attempt multiple credential types in a particular order. Okay. One of those types it will attempt to use is the Visual Studio credential. You'll notice up here in the corner, I'm actually signed into Visual Studio with my uh, user account, right? Azure user account. Therefore, that is the account that will be used to authenticate Up to um, Azure,
0: I see. So that that account needs to have access to the resource; otherwise, the the credential uh, class will fail. The default Azure credential will fail because your account does not have access.
1: Correct. So when I showed off the access control uh, blade in Azure portal, Mm -hmm. it was this account here that I'm signing Visual Studio with that I gave data reader access, so that I can access um, the uh, configuration store. Cool. Very next thing I'm doing here is I'm saying, well, I also want to use Key Vault mm-hmm. uh, with this. And so I'm calling this dot configure Key Vault method and passing along that same default Azure credential object here. So that will flow into uh, Key Vault and handle authentication. Right. If we could then go back to the Azure portal. Let's take a look at where we would um, define configuration settings. Right. So here I've got two Key Vault uh, keys defined, which you can tell by the icon that appears to the left.
0: Oh, nice.
1: If you ever wanted to add a Key Vault reference, again, these keys are defined in Key Vault, not yep. here. These are yep. just references. You can oh, references. Nice. And choose Key Vault reference.
0: Oh, sweet. Now, quick question. Uh, it's always safe to store your credentials in Key Vault, but are the properties here encrypted or secure in any way? Or is that why we need to use Key Vault when we add um, configuration settings?
1: Yeah, so there is configuration, or there, sorry, there is encryption support in app configuration. Yep. So data in transit and at rest in app configuration is encrypted. Right. The value of Key Vault here is your encryption possibilities are far greater.
0: Yeah, and there's also uh, auditing, right? Yeah. I mean with key vault you get auditing so you know who accessed what, whereas with this one you won't be able to, even though the, the properties are secured, you can't see where the who's reading these. So that's that's the important difference here. Correct. Well. So
1: app configuration and key vault are meant to be complementary services. And this mm-hmm. is how you would integrate those two together.
0: I see. So Another question I have, sorry for throwing this to you, but what happens when I have multiple environments? So I have a dev environment and I have a production environment. Do we need to use two different app configuration uh, resources for that? Is that the best practice?
1: The best practice is to use a separate uh, resource per environment. However, there's nothing preventing you from using the same uh, resource across all environments.
0: Um, it might be it might be the fact that you might want to reference to two different keyvals, though, right? So that correct. will make things complicated. I see. Yeah. Okay, different ways to uh, to architect this one depending on your needs. But you can have one that uh, can be used by many, or you can have a, an individual one that is used by individual uh, environments. Correct. Cool. The other
1: thing we have here on this screen is um, it's actually this first row here. This uh, crypto. Thing. Mm-hmm. You look to the left of that, and there's a different icon. It's a purple um, toggle button. Yes, this is a feature flag that I've defined oh. in Azure App Config.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So you might wonder now, where do you define those in Azure App Config? It's yes. the Next blade down, Feature Manager. So here, um, I've got this crypto feature flag that I've defined. Right. you can add feature flags here by clicking the um, add button and completing this form. Okay. I've already got one defined. You can see it's enabled, mm-hmm. which is why that crypto page appeared in the menu on the left of my application. Right. Now if I run this application, let's see if we can disable that crypto page.
0: Yes From, let's see.
1: from uh, the Azure portal. I'll show you how that works.
0: Wait, you mean while the application is running, you can do this uh, live yep. in real time?
1: Yep. So oh, let's say nice. I go out to this crypto page yep. and go get my quote. And okay, I see my Dogecoin is really taking a beating now. Man,
0: I'm losing so much money. We what are you doing to me, Scott, this morning?
1: Yeah, <laughs> pretend we didn't see that. So now <laughs> I can go out to my feature manager page and yep. I will disable it's this. Stable. Simply by uh, clicking that. Okay. Go back over to my application, refresh, page unavailable. Nice.
0: So, you know, how, how are we monitoring for feature flags? Like, what what is prompting this change in real time to our application?
1: I'm glad you asked. All right, so let's go all over. <laughs> it's and... not been scripted, people. This is all live. Telling <laughs> <Only> you, <laughs> nothing is scripted.
0: Nothing is scripted.
1: So over here, I've got my Razor component that right. is used for that crypto page we were looking at. Right. This is where that uh, Microsoft Feature Management library comes into play. Oh, so I see. So up here on line seven, yep. I'm injecting through this inject directive okay. an instance of iFeatureManager. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm doing that is iFeatureManager provides this capability where you can go out to Azure App Configuration. Mm-hmm. So here on line 74, and determine whether a flag is enabled or disabled. It'll uh, return the state of that flag. Right. So what I'm doing here, I didn't want to hard code the crypto string. Yeah. So I'm using C C-sharp name of feature. Mm-hmm. And it's you can see it's just gonna um, check, is that crypto flag enabled or not?
0: So the, the flag is an enum that you set up in your application? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Cool.
1: So over here, all that I've done is I've I've created a a flag's enum. Yes. And the reason why I did this is I didn't again want to hard code, hard code. A crypto string.
0: Yep. Yeah. Love it.
1: So this will return true false. Mm-hmm. And essentially what's going on here is it will create a quote object to go out and get a, a quote for Dogecoin in this case. Yeah if that feature flag is enabled. If the feature flag is disabled, don't even bother um, hydrating this crypto quote object. Very nice. Where the magic happens is is up here. So this um, handle valid submit method is invoked when that get quote button is clicked on the form. Okay. It will then go out to a quote service I've built Mm -hmm. to um, pull back a quote for whatever crypto I've decided to get a quote for. Yep. This is where Key Vault would be used. And again, why the two are integrated together. Uh-huh. Um, the magic, and I'm gonna point this out because there's a lot of uh, discussion about how to do this that I've seen on various forums. In Blazor server, if you wanted to toggle pieces of UI based on whether the um, flag is enabled or disabled, it's really just as as simple as including a conditional statement. So if crypto enabled, this is the boolean that is returned from the feature manager check, mm-hmm. then display the the quote form. Nice. Otherwise, say the page is unavailable. Yep. So that's uh, that's how it's all working. A couple of pieces that i'll I'll end with here that are critical to getting this working are um, over here in startup, your startup mm-hmm. CS file. You're gonna have a configure services method. Right. A couple of things you need to do here. So um, on line 35, you need to call this add Azure app configuration method. This will register that um, configuration refresh provider. Right. As a singleton inside of the service collection here in this so we app. So can
0: inject it and use it in other pages, right? Correct. Yep.
1: So it'll add it to the IOC container as a singleton. Line 36 here, then we'll add that iFeatureManager um, interface as a singleton, again, in the service collection. Yep. This line 36 is, is part of that Microsoft feature management library. Right. It is essential we use this so that over here in our Razor component, we can do what we see here on line seven. Mm-hmm. So without that, um, that call and startup CS add feature management. We would not be able to inject this I feature manager because it wouldn't be registered in the IOC yeah. container. I like it. Final thing you would have to do to get this demo working that I've um, shown here is in your configure method of startup CS, you're going to call this use Azure app configuration method.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: simply going to register the middleware that's required to, to use Azure app config in this okay. application. Cool. So that is in a nutshell how you would get all of this working. Um, again, if we were to fire up our app for one last time and go through this breakpoint, go back out to the Azure portal, and you'll see it's still disabled. Yep. Wait for our page to come up. And because it's disabled, we don't have the crypto page. Mm-hmm. So Now if I go back out just to show this is not magic. <laughs> well, it
0: works as well as magic,
1: right? Yeah, it works as well as magic. Refresh, boom. Our crypto Damn, nice. See? Got it. And you can see step over this line. Sure enough, we're getting true back. So the feature management library is indeed communicating with Azure App Configuration's uh, feature management capabilities. Right. That is my demo.
0: That is a lovely demo. Fantastic. Oh, you know, there was a lot of packed information in there Azure app configuration, feature toggling or feature flags, and then all that secured with Azure Key Vault and Microsoft Identity and the Azure SDKs. I mean, this yep. this doesn't get better than that and I wish this service was available to me when I was working in the industry and I could you know build some fantastic uh, applications that don't take hours to do feature flags and updating web configs and restarting applications man those were the days right uh, Scott, thank you so much for uh, for coming and educating us today with this. Uh, I hope everyone learned something new today, especially uh, it was definitely new for me, the Azure App Service, uh, uh, the App Configuration Service. I haven't used it before, so I'm, I'm definitely going to start looking at that and seeing the end-to-end security from developer to production. It's also fantastic. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Christos.